Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peverell, joined as always by my co-host Mike D, Mike Davison. How are you doing, mate? Well, not not always. Sometimes I miss it, mate. What are you talking about? Sometimes I'm here, sometimes away, sometimes you're away. But no, most times we are together on Touchdown Under. To be fair. Oh, you can't miss any news now. There's a lot going on. We just have the schedule, the mini camps. Kenny Pickett's out there wearing number eight. Teddy, uh, what's he? Kenny, Kenny, two gloves. You know, there's a lot going on, mate. Man, not on. two gloves for me anymore. I saw something on Twitter yesterday about the two glove thug. That's I friggin' love that. That's what I'm calling it now. Two, two glove thug. Yeah. Well, why does he? Why does he wear two gloves? Is that even a thing? I don't know. I don't even care to be honest. I think it's so oh. overblown. Yeah, I don't really care either. I'm just quite. I'm just. I'm just. Do you know what I don't quiet. get? Right, I don't get this part, Mark. And I get like the ball is not thrown as far. But you and I come from a country where like there's two rugby sports, right, and AFL or Aussie Rules football. The ball is bigger in both rugby's. Do we ever hear anyone talk about hand size ever? I've n- like un- no, un- no, right? No. I can throw a rugby ball across a field, which is like I don't know what it is, 30, 40 meters wide, right? How many yards is that? Fifty yards. You telling me like, and I've got like, may, I think it's just over the eight inch hands. If Kenny Pickett has been able to throw at college and like at the ACC level, he can throw in the NFL. Like, I just, I don't want to hear ever about the glove, the gloves and small so hands. Where, where did care. it start? Did it start with uh, Joey Burrow? Didn't it? Is that right? No, before that, there was all the stuff about Kyler Murray. There was stuff um, in the draft. Um, Lamont Jackson's draft, there was someone that had a hand size issue. I think Baker had one. Like, I remember getting, I remember getting really big about seven years ago, I think it was. It's well, been then around how, for different, a little while, but. how different is the comparison of a college football to an NFL football? Because that would, that surely that NFL would ball's bigger, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so it's a little bit bigger, a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't overly, it doesn't overly matter. I used to, know, I can't have a mental blank on that one. Like yeah, well, in, in in rugby, yeah, you never hear that. You just you talk about the player. <laughs> you talk about the player's skill level, not their hand size. Ryan O'Toole, do we ever hear about kickers <laughs> having small feet? <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. uh, look, I'm not going to get too much into it, but basically, if oh, I don't know, look, it doesn't I, make... look, I was talking about Katie <laughs> Smith on the BTC Slack during the draft, and Dave. Um, I think Dave Stoker was on there, maybe at that point. But we were talking about it, and I said, there's also a difference. You can have a hand size, right? But some people have longer fingers. Some people have deeper palms. Like, I've got quite deep palms in compared to my compared to my fingers. I've got long fingers, but I've got a deep palm. So that made basketball really quite easy for me because I could grip the ball and I could shoot the ball, and it was really stable quite well with one hand. But, like, I just – I don't know. <laughs> I'm so sick of hearing about the small hands. This, what I'm holding now, is actually a leader. Can you believe that? That's really? a leader. That's yeah. What I'm holding now is, is a leader. I can't can believe, believe that? that. Oh wait, is that? So did I? Did I? Did I, did I stuff that joke up? No, I probably did. Well, uh, I don't. Are we it depends how many there? Americans know about a leader. <laughs> <laughs> but let's uh let's roll in because we've got a big show, big show planned. Um, you know, rookie mini camp right now happened overnight for you and I. I woke up. I've watched three interviews with Pickens, Haywood, and Pickett. Um, you know, I think this mini camps. It doesn't, it's like, we don't really know. Like, they, like they're going to get all, like, from what I've seen, they get interviewed, right? They say all the standard stuff. We don't really know till down the track how important this is, but it's all about acclimatization. And like, it would be so much bigger if Kenny Pickett wasn't, didn't go to pit, but because he did, like, 
I think this is a bigger deal for guys like the UDFAs and that. But all I can like, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on that as well, because I think it's overblown. But man, can I just say how much I love George Pickens? Like even his interview, like he's so much more focused than people give credit. He is going to be a gun for the Steelers team. He's pretty passionate. I saw it too. He's pretty passionate um, talking about the team and all, all the young fellas are like this. This this also is they, they're getting in front of the media maybe for the first time too. Um, the, I saw a picture of like there was about 11, 12 reporters around Kenny Pickett in, in the field and they're all like all over him, right? Because he's he's the, the the best news. And even on the, the Steelers, um, I think YouTube channel, like that has like the most views because it is uh, Kenny Pickett. But it is it's it's all new to them, really, unless they did like like media stuff in college. Um, overall, it's it's new to the player. But Kenny Pickett is quite uh, not Kenny Pickett. I'm getting mixed up. George Pickens is quite fiery. Um, like I'm, I'm super keen to see what he can do. Now I did have an issue before, like with the, the college days and, and what he was doing about, you know, um, maybe being a bit too egotistical and and, and the, the water bottle stuff. But that will pass. And once I see once I see him in training camp, getting the reps and start to to uh, play on the field, and I, I think. I think this offense needs that physicality because we're going to miss it with Juju, and he's probably going to be the most physical receiver out of out of all of them. When you think about it, yeah, I mean, I just think he's, I think he's focused. I think the grunt. I don't care about the water bottle stuff. You know, I want I want someone that's going to go punch another you know, another guy in the mouth. Now, obviously, I don't want to get ejected, <laughs> but like, respect, no, I want an old <laughs> I want someone that's going to like go in there and like. You know, make me, but I think he's more focused than uh, that. Like I thought that from from basically the interview that he did. Like he's done a few of them, but I I sort of think, yeah, I just I just like him. I think he's a lot. I think he's a lot more focused than you realize. I don't think he's letting the things get to him. Like they asked him, "Oh, how are you feeling a year after the ACL?" And he was like, "I'm fine." Like they're like, "What do you know about Calvin Austin? Can you guys be a great ten for us?" Like he's a great guy. Like yeah, why not? Like I I I just. It goes back to that stuff like everyone talks about the Steelers and character the last few years and drafting on character. And yet so many teams apparently passed on Pickens because of the industry in mm. injury and character. I think he's a good character. I just think he's got a bit of edge to him. Yeah, like he definitely him. does. But but he's not gonna say, Oh, I feel terrible. Like he's not he's not gonna he's not gonna say, you know, paint the Yeah, but he could say, like, I'm still working it through, I've oh, got okay. an adjustment, it's good to test it out, you know. Yeah. Well, how, yeah, it's, it's good. I, I'm excited to see. I think it goes for like three days, right, over the, the mini yeah. camp now today. And then, and um, it is funny though because Kenny Pickett, you know, living in Pittsburgh, is just like going down to the you know the Oval again and, and hanging out with his mates. And but there's there's something where if he's going to be starter, I don't know. It's 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 interesting for all these fellas to get a chance because we're we're in the spot now where players are getting cut, getting re-signed, and. They have a chance to make the roster, and they're signing. I think I think Pickens signed a four year the four year deal was like a mega deal. Actually, I don't know. Actually, you might know more than I do, but I don't know how how these deals work, and if you if you can offer rookies more money than other players or other rookies. But um, it's interesting to see what will happen with with these steel rookies because these these are these are the guys that will be the future going from twenty twenty two to twenty twenty five, and and yeah, I'm I'm keen to see to see some some physical football. When Pickens lines up against, you know, Ravens cornerbacks. Yeah, and I don't know what's going on with my camera. I'm just hitting a reset. Can you hear me though? Yeah, I can hear you. I, I, I just see uh, Brian Anthony, and I can see this. Yeah, it's, it's right down now. You can lift your camera up. 
<laughs> no, no, no. It's um, it's playing with my with my hot my media hub. I don't know what's. All right, are you on audio there? Okay, guys, we're going to turn this into a solo show while Maddie is checking in and out uh, of his computer. Now, we were talking about the the, the mini camp, so it is it is pretty exciting to me to see these players, uh, rookie gents. Yeah, this this is the point where like I've been watching, and a lot of Steel fans have been watching. Uh, still, Steel fans have been watching Big Ben, the era that's now gone, and now we can start to get on the the Kenny Pickett train and the Mitchell Trubisky train. Are you there, Maddie? I'm back. I'm back. I don't know. I've got a very, very, very sensitive cord that plugs my laptop into my media hub, which has got cameras and screens and speakers and microphones and all the rest of it. And I bumped it slightly trying to type, um, trying to find out someone in the live chat asked about Carl Pickens. So I was I was looking at that. All, and, uh, all I saw was was uh, Brian Anthony Davis's face. I know. And I don't know why that comes up. I think it's the default account for StreamYard, but everyone had a big joke about that two weeks ago. But yeah. um, I think when I was always talking about Pickens there, I don't, you know, you are, I think you asked me a question of like sort of how good can he be or, you know, what, like that edge and stuff like that. I just, I just find it, I just find it really interesting to see how the Steelers are going to use him. And, you know, there's in the live chat, there's comparisons to like AJ Green. I think Pickens is going to be his whole different beast. I just think he's going to be a whole different beast. Well, we just um, need but, someone that can be more physical. I think in the in the in the AFC North right now, this is a really hard division, like re- really tough football in the AFC North, and we know how we play, and it's only getting harder with the with the additions that uh, the Ravens got on defense, right? And the Bengals, they are they are. I know I know as, as much as I hate them, but they are young and angry. So we'll see what Pickens can bring because the Steelers need to to reclaim the North. That's what we need to do. We have to. We have to go Did out you there and start winning games. Who's that? Pickens? Yeah. I didn't take that. That's no. one thing I'll say about him. You know, we talk about a helmet catch. The guy's got enough a neck. He can catch the ball like that, man. Like Catch on his neck like this. It's not so good for the audio side. Mark and I like cocking our heads to one side. But that's like, uh, <laughs> that's classic. I, I've got to bring this up, Rhino Tool. Best Aussie accent I've ever heard coming out of bad space. <laughs> Yeah, true. We actually haven't had Bad on the podcast in a long time. We need to get him back because it was fun to sling this line with Bad and get his... And happy birthday to his daughter as well. You know, she had a birthday. Mate, happy birthday to to yourself and Tony. I think you're both both the same age, aren't you? Everyone keeps making that joke just because I'm frigging... I'm saying that that you and Tony are like 30-odd. Yeah. There's a trio. There's a there, there's a trio. If we ever go to Pittsburgh, it's myself, you, and Tony. We'll just we'll scrap the rest. We'll just us three will go out, have some tinnies, get out there, get on the town. You know, well, I think we're the only three left that still. I think we're the only three left that drink at BTSC. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what we. I think bad would be fun, but I think he'd get us in trouble somehow. And he only he only drinks soda. He's <laughs> still good. He's <laughs> yeah, he, still good. He'd be like, "Do you boys want to? Do you want? Do you want to climb Heinz Field? I know a way in. Like how?" <laughs> I know a secret entrance. <laughs> um, I want to get to the record. Um, we're going to run through that. Now, look, the thing is, Mark and I love doing the record shows. And we, as everyone knows, it's the long-time listener to BTSC. And if you're not, this is how we do it. We always do it after the schedule's released. We do it right before pre, like before the season starts. It's perfect in that bye week. And then we do it midway through and we look back and we sort of say, where do we think they're going to from here? So Mark and I, like, we actually do really enjoy this. Um, that's George Teston. I've been distracted by live chat today. 
Should Photoshop a boomerang clobbering bad in that pic? <laughs> That's great. We can do that. Um, for the for the audio listeners, if if there's an issue with our cameras, basically an image of bat pops up in front of our face, and it's all like kind of pixelated and blurry and stretched. It's it's really good. Um, they go back to the your... record. Yep. Sorry. Well, we... No, no, go more. I was going to say, is that just for our show, or is that for the whole? No, nah, it's for all the BTC. I've seen all right. <laughs> no, I'm excited. To talk it's about like the record. Overlord, like coming through. Yeah, um... he's like, he's like watching us from afar. <laughs> that's it he's always here no matter what but yeah I, sean manahan brings it up you know you guys hear the preview guys do this jeff will be always 17 and 0 dave will give you well they're playing this week and they didn't do well in that week and what have you bad will just you know give his impression and it's great mark and i kind of take a bit of a funny approach to this now last season i predicted twice that we would lose to the bengals twice and mark you was did. shocked you, you and it happened but i did it. i said it all the way through oh, yeah. i was like, I all you. the way through so I, I predicted, you know, we I actually talked about them losing the Vikings game. I think we somehow, the team, the, the guys talked about it on the preview last year with the schedule, but they didn't talk to, like, I remember it not being like the same predictions or, you know, I remember being the first one to actually say, you know, um, the Vikings lose or I said it and I haven't listened to that show or whatever it was, but I said they lose again against the Vikings as well um, by a couple of points. I remember like you can go back to the receipts of it. Um, but... I want to answer this this year, but Jeff did something really cool in the podcast um, on the show of the preview this week, where he said he had Kenny Pickett entering week in week eight, right? And they were eight and zero, or the the ninth game, and it sent Bad and Dave into a massive chuckle. And I did think it was quite funny, but I did genuinely mean it. So when we go through the record, Mark, I want you to give your record, and then after it, I want you to tell me how many games Kenny Pickett played and when he entered into the season, right? So I want to run through right. the record, but I don't want to know when Kenny Pickett's playing, if he's playing at all, right? And then at the end, you can go back and we can tell, because we'll have the full number of the record and then we'll be able to go, well, Kenny Pickett entered here, whereas I thought he entered there. How does that affect it? It's a bit so you want the record first and then record you want to know, first. and then yeah. Kenny Pickett after. Uh, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Interesting. George Teston, just before we get into that, and then because I'm going to be not distracted. Uh, George Teston says, I don't think Connor keeps 83. Was interesting the way he was asked that question. Um, if yeah. anyone's seen the press conference, yeah. and you can go watch it after Touchdown Under. But he was a bit funny about 83. I, I, got, a, I got a theory on that, though. If, if, the, if he doesn't keep 83, because his answer was, well, they gave it to me. Now, what better way to spark interest as a media platform to, be, to give someone 83? So maybe he exactly. won't keep it. Maybe it's just all a ploy to go out and, and get eyes on the Steelers. And it was. Well, here's the funny thing. It wasn't Miles Jack. It wasn't Miles Jack 44 in Jacksonville. If that's uh, the case, that's yeah, Derek so. Watt's number, right? So if Derek Watt got cut, right, and they moved Connor Haywood to fullback, Miles Jack could get 44, and that would open up different numbers for Connor Haywood. Does Miles Jack have a number yet, or he hasn't got a number yet? No. I saw maybe 52 for him, but I can't remember what number. UG3 is 54, I think. Okay. So he hasn't got a number yet. That's I didn't even think about that. Interesting stuff. Yeah, I only thought about that as we we're talking about it. <laughs> but it makes sense, though. Like, if, if the, because he was asked, uh, hey, what's it all? Were you given 83? What does it mean? He said, well, it was given to me, right? So, and if I'm a Steelers media guy, I give him that number to create. The news, well, and that's what. You all do. right. Well, I'll give. I'll ask you this question. 
Would you be more comfortable giving out Heath Miller's number or more comfortable giving out Ryan Shazier's number? I, I, you know what's, you know what's funny. To answer your question in a, in a side kind of way, what's going to happen in forty years when all the numbers are taken? We have to give okay. them out sometime. Like, like I know you can't give out seven. I know you can't give out me and Joe. And there's another guy, another retired number. I can't remember his name. Um, oh, Ernie. Um, Ernie Stotner. Yeah, yeah. Ernie. Uh, yeah. And you can't give out 43. At some point, you have to give out these numbers because there'd be none left. But but also, <laughs> could you give out, I, I argued this a while back, could you give out 43 on the offense, right? Like, just be, could you retire for the defense, but could you do it for the off? You know what I mean? Like, because 43 running backs have that, right? Like. I, I really, I really don't know because, like, it comes to a point when the more, the more the NFL keeps going on and on and on, the years and years and years, then you have to, you can't retire every number. And there are some franchise, franchise out there that have retired about twelve numbers or uh, thirteen numbers. Like Cowboys have retired heaps of numbers. Exactly. You know? So I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's so funny how we attach everything to a number. Uh, like you see eighty three, and you think Miller, but then. And they think, oh, there's the expectation of like Connor, oh, you've got to fill his shoes. No, he doesn't. You just got to go out and be a fo- he said, he said he's gonna go out there and play football. He was asked, will you play tight end, halfback, or or fullback or whatever? He said, I'm here to play football. And well, we 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 kind of you know turn that. Well, look, someone you know, some people in the live chat want us to get into the record. They don't care about numbers. We care about numbers, we care about what jersey we can wear. So, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, all right, week one, Cincinnati Bengals. September 11th, um, away to the Bengals, Super Bowl, you know, contenders last year. But I'm not surprised they're playing the Steelers week one. Um, I don't know why that would everyone would ever think that would be our own game. The Bengals are in the Super Bowl last year. What do you think the Steelers are doing? Are they winning that game? I actually think it it hurts me to say, but I actually think right now they lose that game. I think it's a lot of, uh, it's, I don't think our offense will be ready. Like a brand new quarterback, uh, new piece on the O-line. We do have a good defense, but I think somehow, some way, it might be competitive, but I think we lose that game. I think we start off 0-1. I've got that feeling. I think we lose that game too, particularly if Kenny Pickett's not playing. Um, I think it'll be close, and it will be the Steelers will be in it, but the Bengals will pip them at the post at the end. They're a good side. They, they made it to the Super Bowl, even though they are 0-3 in Super Bowls, which you have to bring up every single time. But they won uh, three games in the playoffs. They won, they won the division. They're, they're a young, angry side at home. As much as we all hate them, it's going to be a very hard game for the Steelers to go. But there is no pressure on the Steelers to win like Bills last year, and they, they beat the Bills. Yeah. I, I, I think it's 50-50, but I think the Bengals win, if that makes sense. And then they, next week they go, they have the Patriots at home. I'm devastated. I was meant to be in the US for a conference on the 20th that got moved. So I would have been able to go to that game. I would have just gone a couple of days early. I'm so upset about that. Um, really, really not happy about that. Um, particularly like both, you know, we found out the Patriots the day after I found out that I wasn't going to be able to go. So I'm really, it's actually very raw with me right now. Um Patriots at home, the Steelers win this one, Mac Jones. Oh, I think man. so. If you if the Steelers go on to lose the Bengals, even if they win, uh, I think they'll win at home. They do quite well out of home out of the gate in week one. I think the fans will be crazy. I think sixty-five thousand fans to cheer on the team. I think the defense will, will get up for this one. I don't think Mac Jones is a superstar. I don't think the Patriots team is 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 as of old with Tom Brady coming in and, and taking over the house and we had troubles with the Patriots for a very long time. I feel the Steelers going to win. Yeah. I I just don't think that I don't think that really 
Mac Jones is not Mac Jones is not um, you know Tom Brady, and Tom Brady struggled to win at Heinz Field at times, and I just don't think that you're going to be able to go in there, Mac Jones, TJ Watt, <laughs> you know, Minka Fitzpatrick, like Terrell, even Terrell Edmonds, Cam Haywood. You're not you're not going in there and being that. Particularly if it's Kenny Pickett's first home game, Najee Harris' first home game of the season for the second year. Like, <laughs> no, nah, that's not happening. If everyone's healthy on, on week two at home, at the home opener, I'm sorry, yeah, the Steelers should have control of that game. And if they lose that one, I would be very shocked, to be honest. Then they play the Browns Thursday night, and I know that because it's on Prime Video, September 22nd. It's like literally like a four-day, four-and-a-half-day turnaround kind of thing. What's happening there? Like, you know, this is kind of as well. Let's say Mason, there's an injury, right? Like, and let's say, you know, they don't like the injury to Trubitsky that, you know, they've they've rolled with Mason because they want to give Kenny Pickett up until the bye or a few weeks to get settled. This could be like Mason on a Thursday night at Brown's repeat kind of thing. Wasn't that, wasn't the big issue game of Thursday night? Pretty sure it was. Well, it was, it was last year that like, Last year versus the Vikings when they lost because it's a short it's a short turnaround and I think the first two games are going to be tough physical football because the Patriots know how to win right I actually have the Browns winning this game I think I think going into Cleveland will be pretty hard now they're not the same Browns as they were last year and a lot of, you know Juju says the Browns are the Browns but and we don't know who's going to be the quarterback they have a lot more troubles than we do but for my record and how the record pans out I actually have the Browns winning just because and I don't want them to win. But just because the the short the short turnaround, and even Jeff said it yesterday in the podcast, three games in eleven days, and this will be the, the third one. And after the physical football, I think you go. Yeah, I think they lose. I think they're going to lose too. And usually, I'd say, well, what about Deshaun Watson? It doesn't really matter. But the difference is here is you've got a situation where they've got Nick Chubb. You know, they've got that that other bloke that we saw, his name's escaping me, Ernest or whatever his name was. Um, and then you've got uh, Kareem Hunt, if he can come back. They've got, so they, they did well with some of the tight ends in the draft. Um, so for me, I'm just sitting there, I think there's a bit much for them to answer. Um, so yeah, I actually, I see this as a loss there. And the other thing, and we'll get to when Kenny Pickett's coming in, but you're probably not, even this three games in 11 stretch, that the I now that the schedules come out, I think there's even less chance that Kenny Pickett starts the season, you know, off. But anyway, we'll get into that when we finish the record. But yeah, I, I think that they're yeah, this is a loss. I'm chalking this one up as a loss too. All right, what about the Jets um, away at the Jets? Now this is in, sorry, this is at home versus the Jets. Now this is interesting because most people feel like the Jets won the draft or you know at least top five draft class. They did, you know, they moved in. They had three first round draft picks. They drafted good guys. You know, Zach Wilson's apparently beefing up. I mean, I hope he doesn't beef up too much. He's going to look like a, I don't know, a little nugget man. Um, what do you think happens here, Jets at home? Oh, I, I think the, I think the, I guess the easy answer is that we win, right? But I think if the Steelers can take care of the Patriots at home, they should be, should be easier to take care of uh, the Jets with their quarterback situation. Zach, Zach Wilson, he's second year player. Um, you don't want to go into Heinz Field. Heinz Field is really tough to play. And with this with this defense going into their fourth week, and if it, if if my schedule is one and if we are one win and two losses, I think the defense will be like, hey, what are we doing? 
let's let's go out yeah. and stack the quarterback and start to make some. Like, I, I can't see him. I can't see the Jets scoring many points. I really can't. Like they're they're a really funny team. I think the Jets are actually going to push the Steelers. <clears throat> I think this is going to be a tougher game than what most people are giving credit, particularly that we're still coming off the back of that three game stretch. But I think they'll go out and win the game. So that has us both with a two and two record. Um, all right, we're trying to pick up pace. All right, away to the Bills. Um, now that's a 1 p.m. game, but I think <clears throat> that is flexible. Yeah, I reckon they flex that game. Uh, they, they, I think that game looks flex for sure, but that's just me. Um, do you think, and I think if it flexes, that's going to be really interesting because it's not going to be fully <clears throat> cold yet at the Bills, but it's not going to be obviously as good as having a you know a mm. afternoon game. What do you think happens there away to the yeah. Bills? I think I think overall I think we lose that game going away. I think the first like what six, seven, eight games are pretty tough, and I think we get we go into the Bills Stadium and they they they're going to be very angry to what happened last year because the, the whole world said the Bills were going to win Week One and the Steelers went surprised. Now I hope I'm surprised again. However, I do think the Bills take that game because they are they they made it to the AFC Championship game. That is that, that's that's correct last year. Yeah, they made it all the way there. Yeah. They have a pretty good team, a good roster. Um, they're crazy out that way. They know how to play some football. They're very physical as well. And it all depends if the Steelers are ready, in, in my opinion. It depends if they're ready. Depends how the first four week goes. The first, If we win four in a row, for sure, then Steelers got a good shot to win. But I think at, at this time, where are we in May? Uh, in May, I think they lose. <laughs> I think they win. I, I always look really? at the schedule and there's like one game that I'm like, I'm going to pick something crazy to happen. And this is that game. Wow. I think the Steelers are going to become the Bills bogey team. Right. Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm keen, man. I'm, I'm like, I want, it's so, it's so funny. People would be like, oh, what are you doing choosing to lose? I want them to win every single time. I don't wear this just for show, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And have all those pictures on the walls. We, don't, we didn't volunteer, like, volunteer podcasts for two years, like, you know, for to muck around. Yeah. Um, it's, no, it's no fun if you choose 17 and 0. We might as well just turn it off and go home. What's well, not Madden? Hey, uh, no, it's not Madden. Back no. at everyone. Uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Buccaneers at home. I have. A, I'm chalking up a loss for this, particularly if, if Kenny Pickett is in for whatever reason. I just think Tom Brady continues to own Heinz Field. You know I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I I just I disagree with you. I think Tom Brady's done. I I, I know he's the goat and he's like the best. I overall think I just don't know how he can escape these wins anymore. I got a feel on the defense if they've handled. The other guys, uh, the Jets and those those guys and, and, and Mac Jones, I don't think Tom Brady can go in there and lay 35 on us like he normally does. The problem is so. though, if you look at if you look at the schedule of teams we play, <clears throat> they probably have the best O-line there. Fair so enough. That's gonna be that like- that's gonna be the hard thing. And the other thing is their defense is good. And I, I think it's their True. defense that's gonna stop our offense. I like it'll like our defense will keep us in it. But we'll get pipped at the post because their defense I, I, will be able I to just, stop our I just, I'm just kind of over this Tom Brady narrative that he keeps going there and winning and needs to stop. He's like 44 years old. I don't care if he comes back for a year. He signed the $10 million deal with Fox. I think his time is done in Pittsburgh. I think we lay the smack down and it's finally take care of Tom Brady. I was actually like heartbroken that he's going to be on Fox. And I have to watch him again for 10 more years. I've been following the NFL for 20 years and i got to see this loser. Like, it's just amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. I can't right, stand gotta, Brady. I, he's so good, I can't stand him. Well, we've got to pick up pace. We've got to pick up pace. I've got to finish. Right. Get in trouble from Bad. Bad's face will be real, <clears> not, <throat> not an image. Um, Dolphins away in Miami. 
This I don't know what to think of this Dolphins team. Like they've either gotten a lot better or they're clutching at straws. Um, I have the Steelers going and winning this. I just think the Steelers will start to get yep. to them. Me too. Proof. If if Brian Flores can do what he did to the the Miami Dolphins did to the Ravens, we'll go out and win there. We'll confuse Tua and we'll win that game. Oh, Eagles away. Uh, what did I have this one? Let me think. Uh, oh, loss. I've got that. Lo- I've got us four and four. I think we lose because the, the history, mate. They've always beat us. They've they've won forty six over us to twenty six. They had they have our number. They yeah. just some reason know how to beat us. Devin Bush, two sacks. Jalen Hurts, Miles Jack jacks him up. Yeah, this is this is payback time. George Pickens <laughs> is going to run riot. Darius Slay is going to have to retire after the game. Now nah, the Steelers are going to go big or go home in this game. They know they've got the bye week. They can play physical football. They'll be battle hardened by this stage. I have a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is. Um, You're yeah, going to win for this win. one. That's crazy. We're, like, we're, we're opposite, but are we the same? Or are we the same number now? Four and four. <laughs> we are. Yeah. Oh, we're, but we we chose. No, we're five and three. We're five and three. Okay. No, four and four. I like. Yeah, yeah. We're four and four, but we've chosen the opposite stuff. That's great. Actually, no. I'm. <clears throat> I'm. I'm five and three. Okay, so you're positive going yeah, I'm five and three. That's where the difference. Right. is. Yeah, yeah. All right, Saints away. Saints at home. Now, if this was away, I think they might struggle with this one. But I like Winston's going to be all over the place if he's there. Like I, nah, the, the Steelers are winning in this game. So I, I have a really weird stretch to get my to get my number, but I've I've got a win here uh, at home. I think coming out of the bye, I think I think the defense is on fire by this time. I think Mitchell Trubisky, or if it's Kenny Pickett playing, I think we have we know who our quarterback is from this point, and I think we win. All right, Bengals at home. Oh, easy dub. This game for sure. Easy dub. I'm sorry. I'm like, if we lose the first one, we're taking. We cannot let the well, Bengals they can't flex it anyway because it's eight twenty Eastern. Yeah, we can't let the Bengals win over us. If they win the first one, that's four in a row, then five in a row. We can't let it happen. I think we take care of them, and I think I think Joey Burrow in this game is just is not is not not an issue. I I really think if our defense is healthy and we and we have like the Miles Jack and those fellas get around. And we play that 2008 style defense where we, we run to the football and play with passion. I think we win. Nice. Nice. I take it as a win too. The defense at home is going to be <clears throat> roaring for that game. All right. They go eight days later to the Colts. I don't know. This Colts team's an interesting one. It's like the Dolphins, but like the Colts have got a lot of pieces of the puzzle. Or Matt Ryan's getting a lot of chat up at the moment. Yeah. What do you think the Steelers go do at the Colts? Because that's a hard, it's not an easy place to play. It's not, but we we also have their number two. We've beaten, I think, the Colts. I think eight eight or nine times in a Correct. row. Uh, Maddie Maddie Ryan, I think he's done. I think I think he's what what is what, what why are the Colts going in there and getting an old veteran quarterback? No, nah, but Matt Ryan. Remember Matt Ryan's early years. He had running backs. He had a big wide receivers. It was when Julio Jones was starting out. You've got the same thing in Drake Matt London. Ryan. Matt Ryan is a kind not of Drake quarterback London, that. Runs around crazy, does everything, goes through his progressions. His feet gone in nuts all over the shop, right? And then gets a pass for twenty five yards. I, I just don't. I think I don't think he's a winning quarterback anymore. Like I know he's with the Falcons and they did him did him dirty down there. But I, I, I prefer him I, than Trubisky. I know, like it's different now. Really? Pick it. Nah, yeah, I nah. would have picked him over Trubisky. Nah. Any day. I don't, I don't, it's I don't the only thing I, that I didn't like was his cap number. Yeah, Matt Ryan can throw the football. I, I think Matt, Matt Ryan. If is Big his... Ben, if Big Ben could win us the games we won last year, Matt Ryan is his arm. He's a nah, lot better. I, I reckon he's a he's just so used to losing now and losing culture. I, I don't think he'll do anything over there uh, with the with the Colts. 
Well, do you want a fun fact? Did you say that we we've beaten the Colts the last three times? No, like eight, eight or nine times, I think it is. Oh, oh, seven damn. in a row. Well, I will just say we are playing the Colts on the twenty eighth. What's that? We are playing the Colts on November twenty eighth. I've made that's that's gone over my head. What do you mean? Falcons twenty eight three. Oh, you just <laughs> look exactly since I was there in Houston, man. He he collapsed since fifty one. They've they've he's been bad. He's not he's not he's not a good quarterback anymore. He's not the old Matt Ryan of the Falcons days. He's not good. I'm telling you. Well, man. speaking of the Falcons, that's where they go. That's where they go the next week. The two away game stretch. <laughs> they go up to Atlanta, December fourth. Falcons. What happens in that game, Marky D? Well, it depends who who's going to be their quarterback. Is it um, is it Ritter or is it is it uh, who's the other bloke out there? Is it, the, is it Marcus Mariota at that way? Yeah, it's Mariota. I'm not I'm not worried about any of those two fellas either. I keep thinking of our defense. I think we have a much better defense than a lot of these quarterbacks can even. Because I, I try and think, can these can these quarterbacks go out there and, and pass for three touchdowns? I don't think they can. I really don't. So I think we win that game. I think Falcons are a horrible organization. They are they are just bad. Like they are like Tell every time you, you really feel every time you see Arthur is Arthur Blank on the sidelines, he's like, Oh, we're up by 20 and we should have won. Yeah, you should have won. Like you're up by 25. Like it's just they're a bad organization. And and the, the players know they're in a bad, bad spot. I think we win that game. All right. I think they win that game too. Look at this. I just think where's, the defense where's, is trouble. Where says we beat them up? I agree. I think we go out there and smack them. Like, Hopefully. And you know what? Hopefully. We'll get to pick it in a moment, but hopefully, hopefully we can start running up some scores again because you and I feel very strongly about the need to run up scores. You put <clears> things <throat> on tape too that make the, make other teams question. All right, then they have the Ravens at home after coming off a two-game away, away stretch. They be, they'll be, can't wait to play at Heinz Field. You know, Lamar's probably got a broken arm and a you know fractured tibia and all the rest of it by the by this stage of the game, or he's holding out still because he's you know hasn't figured out how to negotiate his own contract because maybe he should leave that stuff to the experts. Um, but there's enough slights for me. Do they do they beat the Ravens at home? Oh, definitely. I, I think they beat the Ravens. Uh, I, I don't really. I think we figured them out. Um, I think at home again. I think for me, we're on a we're, we are on a win streak of five wins if we win this one. So coming out of the bye, we, you know, we had a rocky start at the start, four and four. But coming out of the bye, you're going into playoff mode, and now we beat the Ravens at home. You can't afford to lose to the Ravens. I don't think in, at this point in the season, uh, if you lose here, it could be a bad effect for, for the rest of the games. All right, I have them winning as well. I think they're going to be up for that game. Um, Pat Freemuth is going to go off two TDs. Uh, Panthers away. Now, I'm just going to go first. I have this as a loss. This is my Tomlin, the team he should have beat, lost. The Panthers will be imploding and somehow will lose this game. Christian McCaffrey will run, will run riot or something like that. Like with, it'll be a couple of interceptions or a pick six or a missed field goal that we're going to somehow find a way to lose this game. I reckon we're going to win uh, 8-0. Cameron Haywood's going to carry Sam Darnold four times to the end zone for safeties and just win 8-0. <laughs> I, like, I am so keen this year, out of all the years, this does remind me of a really good defense. And please don't let me down, Steelers. Don't let me down. The cornerback's an issue. I don't care what, what, I, I don't care what anyone says. It could be. But what I imagine for this defense to be is don't let me down because it's going to be fantastic to watch because these quarterbacks are reversing aren't the best. And we have the 12th easiest schedule. 
But who are we versing? Sam Darnold seeing ghosts? Is that the guy? Is he the, he was the one? Oh, surely it's going to be Baker. Surely. Baker's not going over there. Yeah, he, I reckon he is. And I don't know who the other quarterback is for the Panthers, but the only the only guy I know on the offense is Christian McCaffrey, and he's always getting hurt. So by the time he wanted, he might not even be there. So that we get a win easily. It's right. Yeah, he might be traded by this stage. Um, okay. Then we play the Raiders at home. This could be one of the games of the <clears> season, really. Like you know, and slinging the rock and stuff like that. Uh, so I, you know, Christmas Eve, Mark's birthday. You know, um, Christmas, Christmas Day, Day for Christmas us. Christmas Day for us, man. Like, oh, it's going to be awesome. Um, I probably sing hope we're going to be opening a Pickens jersey. You know, on, on yeah, sing some beers and watch watch Steelers on Christmas Day. I'm going to ignore my family 100. I'm talking to them. And I'm then we I, like. I heard that the I heard that the post game show guys want to jump out. I think you and I should do the post game on Christmas Day. A couple if, of if I'm in. not if I'm not too busy with some other stuff going on, I could possibly come on the, the post game show. But um, well, I yeah. volunteered. I'm going to do the post game show. You might you me. might be doing it by yourself in a Santa hat. <laughs> Fine, I think I could handle the post game live chat doing that. No worries. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's our Christmas. I, no, look, I, I actually had this game as a loss a few days ago. Now I think because of the, the Franco stuff, I think we get a win. I think we get that spirit of Pittsburgh. I think we win this game. Like it's going to be a tough game, but I think we win. All right, then they got to go play the Ravens away. Well, this one actually, I've got them now. I've got them on a on a, a win streak. Mate, <laughs> I'm going to play. If they don't lose to the Bengals in Week Eleven, I've got them on a um, seven game win streak mid season. All right, I've got them on. A, I've got them winning here too. I just don't really trust the Ravens. I know they got better on defense and stuff yeah. like that. And Lamar is meant to be one of the most mobile, best quarterbacks out there. But we seem to have their number right now. We seem to have their number. We beat them four times. We beat them five times. And if we are fighting for the AFC North, we are fighting for a playoff spot. This will be a win. All right. What happens here with the Browns? Same, same, same logic too. I think that if we're versing the Browns and we have to get into playoffs, it's very similar to last year. What happened with Big Ben and the roles were reversed. We beat the Browns and we beat the Ravens and we somehow got in because of the tie and the Raiders kicked the field goal. I think we beat the Browns. They, they, to they, me, they, this they, depends. This depends. If we have already made the playoffs and we're playing a second stringer, particularly if you let's assume Kenny Pickett's already playing. If he's played more than seven or eight games, they're going to rest him for this 100%. They're not going to let him line up against Garrett and risk him, right? They're just not. like This is a good week to rest a rookie QB. And I know I'm usually a big fan of not resting people, but if he's played a certain number of games, you don't, you know, you want to give him a bit of rest. But if he's coming in, he could really show out. So I think this is a little bit dependent. It is going to be a little bit dependent on um, whether that, you know, so I'm going to chalk it up as a loss right now, just because I think that they're going to be resting someone by this stage, based on my record. So, what do what are you calling a win or a loss? Uh win. So I've I've got them like like. Are we giving away our uh, total? So I've got my total, and then your total is. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so I've got you at. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I've got you at thirteen and four. That's correct. <laughs> and I'm 12 and five. I'm, I'm really 50 50 about the Bengals in week 11, but I'm 12 and five. I had, That's genuinely how I feel. Yeah, I had them 12 and five until I started thinking about the Raiders game with Franco Harris and, and that prime time game for Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve at, at Heinz Field. What more do you want? I went there for Christmas Day and it was amazing we won that game versus the Ravens. So 
I think we can win that game. Now, what does it all mean? Not too much. It's, we're in May. <laughs> all right. When when are your when did you with this record have Kenny Pickett coming in? All right. Can I give you two different analogies? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a chance, right, that he may came come into after week nine, depending how the Steelers play. If they go four yeah. and four, yeah. he could come in after week nine after the bye, maybe even after the the Saints game and, and play play one at home against the Bengals. I don't know, right? The other theory is maybe he doesn't play at all. Trubisky plays that well and just plays the whole season. Possibility. Well, it depends. They're going to rest. If, if Trubisky can make it through the whole season, right? And either way, it sticks by the prediction I made ages ago that no Steelers quarterback is playing every game this season. Um, that is if true. Trubisky's yeah. healthy, they're not going to play him against the Browns, um, you know, and he's doing well. I see, I see there are a couple of windows here. Obviously, the buy window is the logical window, particularly it's halfway through the season. But I would find they would probably want to, unless Kenny Pickett really shows out, and I forgot who said it in one of that might have been KT Smith, but one of the shows in the last few weeks, someone said Kenny Pickett's going to have to really beat out Trubitsky even more because he's going to have to prove that as a, as a rookie that he can do more than what you know Mason and Trubitsky can, but particularly Trubitsky. I don't think with three games in eleven weeks you're playing you're like you're playing Kenny Pickett. Not with questions on the O line still. Not with you know new wide receivers. Not with like some Keeney players in deep. Like I, I just I don't see it. Right? You want to get it right, <laughs> Brown. I love it. I wish. I wish. Oh yeah. But I see the Jets and the Colts as the two games that could be big entry. But something in my head when I was predicting against the Buccaneers, something in my head, I've got this image of Kenny Pickett going up, going up against the goat, and I really nah. like the idea of that. I don't know, I don't know. I just have it in my head. So maybe Trubisky gets injured in the Bills. Kenny- I don't know. I hope he doesn't. But I want to watch Trubisky versus the Bills. I think that could be really interesting. You want to see Kenny Pickett versus Zach Wilson? Is that what you're talking about? The goat. No, 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 against the Bucks. <laughs> I, 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 I've just got this image yeah, of, oh, uh, I mean, that joke went way over my head. <laughs> I, you know what? We, we're missing the point too, is I I, I would rather see uh, a healthy, talented Trubisky than I think over Kenny Pickett. We brought Kenny, uh, we brought Trubisky in for a reason. Or or is he is he a backup? Did we bring him to be backup? They brought, they brought Trubisky in in case they didn't get Pickett. That's, that's what I fundamentally believe. And they got mm. Kenny Pickett. Maybe we'll do but it. If Kenny Pickett's not ready, if it's, he's not ready, and that's the major theme of this. You know, I said the Colts, right? If they lose against the Bengals, and by that stage, let's say they're five and six, or um, six and six and five, or even four and seven. After that Bengals game, you know what? Though? You've got to think about the Colts too. <clears throat> they're playing away at the Colts in an enclosed stadium. That makes it a lot more. Tri- that makes it a lot more. Kenny Pickett friendly, and then they go play the Falcons in an indoor stadium. That is Kenny Pickett friendly as well. How? But it's honestly too. How you say that he's not ready, right? So would would he have to be? Is he trying to work out the NFL defenses? But is it is it that different yeah. to college? Is it? Yeah, is it it's working. It's doing. It's doing snap counts. It's familiarity with the wide receivers. Because remember, if he's not the starting quarterback, he's not going to get as many though. reps with the ones, right? Mm. And Trubisky's not going to get Wednesdays off like Big Ben did. Right, so Kenny Pickett will need a certain number of time, and they can they can basically 
if they can blood him for a quarter or you know a, a, a um a set you know a couple of sets here and there before the bye week, then the bye week they can work with Pickett particularly to install everything, and then he's ready to go. Well, I, I I just think well, if you brought Trubisky in for a reason, I just don't want to see the fact that when the fans, if you bring in Pickett and he struggles, I know what happens with these Steel fans. They instantly say he's the worst thing ever. Yeah, I don't but want if to he's, see if that. he's up to it, but 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 if, he, if he's mentally up to it, he'll do a Cam Haywood, Troy Polamalu, Mike Webster, and he will get yeah. over it and come back the next year and do well. Yeah, but I, I just know how I know how we act as being Steel fans. Is as soon as someone struggles. And so you, when you play him too early and you see him struggle, then don't, don't give him a chance. So I think there's a reason why you brought in Trubisky. You start him, and if he's going well, and unless he gets injured, there's no real point. Why would you change? Why would you change something that is going good? If Trubisky is going well and we have a record of like six and two, why would you change it after? No, I don't think they would. But that's but that's what I'm saying. I think I've sort of said if if I think Trubisky is playing against the oh, sorry. I think Kenny Pickett will play against the Browns even if Trubisky has a great season. I think they're going to want to rush someone there. Hopefully, they've got things locked up, right? But when I look at it, I just see these three entry points. I mean, also, the Panthers are doing terrible. We might lose the game against the Panthers because they give Trubisky a rest after that. Because, like, if, if particularly if, if they're on a losing record and, like, they, they're not ready for – they don't think Kenny Pickett's ready yet. The Panthers is a good week after the Ravens to rest Trubisky before going Raiders, Ravens, Browns. Right. Like what they could do also is what they did with big Ben a few times is look, they could say that Trubisky is injured or like got a sore shoulder, but he's not that injured. Exactly. And exactly. And the, if the NFL, the NFL teams do that all the time with players. If you 100%. think they don't, you're lying to yourself because they will bring, they will start a quarterback and say, well, uh, Trubisky is a bit sore. I'll give a re- he can rest for a week, but he's not that sore. He could play. But they'll, they'll play the other guy just to give him a rest. Yeah, but 12 and 5, 13 and 4. Here know. we go. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. The Steelers show. Um, they're going to show out. All right. What else, anything else you got for the listeners before we wrap it up? I've actually got something for you. I've actually got something for you, but I want to let you get this. I'm just kind of keen. I'm keen to see the new era of football. I'm keen to see, like I said, the, the rookies to, to see how they can hone their craft and get better with their skills. And we can start to cheer for these guys. Like you and I have been watching the Steelers for a long time. And we've always been the Big Ben era. Now it's going into where we have Najee and these other fellows on offense. I'm really keen to see this defense. And I think we're at a stage now where we need to, uh, we need to, sweet. We need to, um, you know, get around the team as best we can and support. But I want to see the defense go out there and just tear them up, tear them to pieces. So we've got a. We've got a live chat from from someone. I'm going to call out their name, you know, because they're gonna, you know, they get to sit and play keyboard warrior on Facebook mm. and spit out whatever hate and dislike they like. But it says your opinion means nothing. It's too early to tell what he will do. Cool, but like, but but you know, like people do care at least. You know, you know, Mark and I are not, uh, you know, not you know, paid media people, what have you. But is the national media, does their opinion mean anything? I mean, I always use the common analogy of a vote is a vote. Everyone, no matter how much money you make, no matter how old you are, no matter what experience, I mean, obviously you got to be old enough to vote. But you vote, you all get the same, You all, everyone's vote is worth the same. So, you know, that we are giving our honest opinions on this. You don't have to like it, but rubbishing an opinion, like 
our opinion of what this comment is of it, so, opinion means nothing that that means our, nothing to us our opinion doesn't matter but you have the time to comment over 10 words man I, the, in, the internet is the internet i'm i'm just so overly done with the internet exactly. that's why I, I took some time off to get away from twitter i don't go in there that much it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense marvin mate like just chill, chill, relax. We're in May. We're talking Steelers. We're talking about what we love. We're all in the same boat. I use we're the analogy fans. last year. Last year, the analogy I use, we're all on the same train. But if you want to hate the team, you sit at the very back and you sit with the luggage because I'm done with you. All right? I'm here to cheer my team. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to talk Steelers. That's all I'm here to do. I'm sick of these keyboard warriors, these internet guys. It takes energy for you to get on the, the keyboard and type away. We're here to, to cheer, we're here to cheer and, and, and talk about the team. And one last thing, I want to rant here. If you go into the comments and you start calling out the organization, there is no way you'd ever say these things to Mike Tomlin's face, nor would you say these things to Art Art Rooney the, the second, nor would you say it to my face. I'm done with it. Far out. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you're copying hate about thinking down on players and you're 13 and four. <laughs> Mate, we're, we're in May, mate. We're me and you. We're the black and gold, and we're here to talk the team and talk about everything about the Steelers. Now, if, we, if it comes into a pizza podcast, fair enough. It's a podcast. These things are fun. If you don't like us, I'm sorry. But if you do like us, 100%, we appreciate the the, the, uh, the, the comments and everything else. I'm just the internet man. We've got to chillax and start to to uh, give people respect. And if you don't, if you what does it say? Your mum would always say, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> save the point I was going to bring up for next week because it will take right. a little while. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get another comment that doesn't like us and say, "Oh, these, these fellows from down under don't know what they're talking about." You and I have been following the team for so long, for so long. We understand what this team needs, and that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold sets it. <laughs> that's it. And at the end of the day, Mark, what are we all here for? We're all here to cheer the Steelers. Go Steelers! Am I right? <laughs> Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow.